Melody Talks. I am Melody Coker, and this is my first podcast where it's just me and you as the listener. I wanted to start with a story uh, about my history here with Smelody. My mom gave me a pet name when I was younger, and it started with Smell, and then it was Smell Bell, and then it was Smelly, and then it was Smelody, depending on how much... I was getting on her nerves that day. I used to hate it, especially when she would call me that in front of my friends or purposely say it, however. But anyway, I understand now, like, why it was given to me. And it's because of how much I sweat. I can be eating a salad and start sweating. Or if I get an unknown phone call, I'm sweating. I'm, I can think about sweating and I'm sweating. I sweat so much and it's always been such an insecurity for me, like growing up my whole life. Uh, when I joined public school in eighth grade, I was so weird. Um, but like I, I wouldn't raise my hand in class or if I did raise my hand, I would quickly put the other hand under my armpit when I'm raising it because it would just be soaked wet. I mean, it could just be anxiety or whatever. Um, later in 2000, I don't know, it was after Mira. So it was like 2012, I was diagnosed with PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. I didn't take it seriously. I thought the guy was full of shit whenever he told me because it was done in an abortion clinic. That was That's a, another story that's funny. I was just looking around in the Virginia Beach area looking for a place I would do a cheap ultrasound because somebody told me I should go get checked for PCOS because of the symptoms, specifically sweating so much. And I found this abortion clinic that did it for like what, $75 or something. And when I went in there, when I went in there, there the, the waiting room was full. There's crying babies. It smelled like cigarette smoke. The, the carpet was crunchy. The lady behind the counter didn't want to talk to me. I was like, hey, I'm here for uh, a Melody, you know, Vaselli at the time. I'm, I'm here for an ultrasound. And she's like, okay. So I get called back there. And it's a guy and like five assistants in this room with a big TV screen. And I don't know who, I'm sure other women will pipe up and say if they've had one or not, but I've had a, the vaginal ultrasound for this. And it's like a big sex toy and they just stick it up there and they're like moving it around. Cause you have the two ovaries on each side. So they're looking at this one and looking at this one and he's like, whoa and he's like girls come here and so I have all of these girls my legs are up in the stirrups and this guy's sticking a sex toy up there the ultrasound wand and the girls are looking at the screen lit up with like with stars in their eyes and I'm like <laughs> you know feeling like a movie star and I'm sitting there like wow that is a lot I don't think those are supposed to be there. They are, and he's like, are you in any pain? And I was like, currently, yeah. Um, typically, you know, on a daily basis, no. Anyway, I felt like famous. Everyone was sitting around staring at the screen. And when I'm done, you know, he's like, okay, well, you know, you got this. And I'm like, cool. I didn't know what it meant. He didn't explain it. And you know what? You look anywhere on the internet, they can't tell you shit about PCOS either, other than you got a mustache or you're fat. 
So I was leaving and I didn't know anything at that time. So I'm leaving out the door and I'm walking by all these rooms because this is an abortion clinic, a straight up abortion clinic. So there's like a whole like recovery room and all these women are in there crying and shit and and recliners hooked up to bags and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like actually smiling. I'm like, what the hell is going on in here? This is wild. Some people like to go to the zoo. You know, I went to an abortion clinic that day. It was an experience. I walked out the door and I was greeted. I felt famous still. There's a whole bunch of fucking women out there with signs and brochures and stuff. They're like pushing it in my face. And I was like, okay, what's, what is all this? And they're like, all children are God's children. And I was like, okay, right on. You know, I took all the brochures or the fucking business cards or whatever they were handing me and went to my car. That was a wild experience. And I would, I would go back onto PCOS though. Just recently, I mean, like this week of 2023, that was 2012, but all my life, you know, I've had, I'm so sweaty. I'm ridden with anxiety. What's wrong with me? Nothing is wrong with me. You know, my, all my physicals are normal. My blood works all normal, 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 normal. But I started researching on this PCOS crap and I'm like, oh man, hormone imbalances i'm like that's that's wild so many people probably walk around with hormone imbalances and just don't realize it but back to sweating i have another story that will kind of piggyback off of that one so fast forward from 2012 to 2019 or 2018 i was in a gym and I mean, I w- pause. I don't go anywhere. I used to not go anywhere without deodorant. I just sweat so much. It doesn't matter if it's clinical strength, um, whether it has aluminum or not aluminum, or if it's fucking organic or even men's, because I wore Old Spice all throughout high school. Um, I just sweat through it. I just do. That's what I do. And so when I started going to the gym, um, you know, I kept that shit on me. But one time I did not, and I I was working out beside a group of five physically fit black men, and I I'm getting nervous now just just thinking about this story. But I'm pretty passive aggressive with people in public, so like not even aggressive. I'm just passive. Like if I can like not get into a confrontation, I try really hard not to. Um, but they were beside me and I was doing, I don't even remember what I was using a machine and they were doing squats and they're like, woo, somebody needs to take a shower. And I'm like, I'm doing a row. I'm just busting them out. I don't know what I was doing, maybe benching or something. And I was like, they're not talking about me trying to avoid it. And someone else in the group is like, woo, somebody forgot their deodorant. I'm like, fuck, damn shit and I put my stuff down I go over there I'm like I think I think you're trying to say something to me and all of them stop and look at me and I'm like are you are you talking to me and they're like oh I have freedom of speech and I was like yeah I know but like the things that you're saying are you saying them to me is that like your passive way of trying to tell me that I stink And I was so confused. I was like, because they weren't making eye contact with me. They were like peacocking around, not wanting to 
say anything directly to me. There was one fat guy, but he wasn't making any guy contact either. He wasn't even saying anything, but the rest of them were. And I was just like, okay. And then when I start walking away, they're like, oh God, that somebody in there stinks. And I'm like, and I just left. I didn't do anything after that. I tried to, but I'm so awkward. I'm so weird. Like I make people uncomfortable all the time. I don't know. All my life, I thought I was just a fucking weirdo because I, I had dreadlocks for like two years. I had a shaved head for two years or one year, uh, just doing all these weird things with my looks because I was homeschooled for so long from like second grade to eighth grade. And I was begged mom to put me in eighth grade. So I go to eighth grade and I'm coming in with wearing Jinko boys pants, you know, guys baggy clothes and, and dreadlocks with gauged ears and eyeliner and stuff and I just thought people just you know weirded out by me but maybe it was just the way I fucking smelled because I have weird hormone imbalances or something um it would explain why why I could pull girls too and why I have a mustache so nobody I didn't go back to the gym I don't think after that happened I I'm pretty sure I went less. I think people are either very attracted to me or they're hostile or irate. And I never understood why. And maybe that's the reason why. Just the smell that people give off can be, I mean, because we're all animals. We're all mammals. We definitely are more receptive to some people more than others. I know if somebody stinks to me I don't want to be their friend because it's just offensive smells are just are super I'm super sensitive to smells which is probably why my own BO bothers me so much some people are weighed down by like diagnoses and stuff but I never took that seriously at all because if you just go to even a female doctor they don't really know what's going on with it they just think that uh, you know, you're, you're not ovulating because of whatever reason it doesn't want to kick it out. You know, the, the egg doesn't want to release and you don't ovulate regularly, but I have three kids and I don't have a problem with ovulation. So, I mean, maybe the guy at the abortion clinic was wrong. He may have not even been a doctor. I'm not sure. I didn't check his credentials either. My daughter's in middle school now. She's 12. And she comes home and she tells me different things, like different aspects. I hate this school. It's the second day of school and she's come home twice, both days. And it's like, the teachers don't do anything. And I hate this school. I'm like, well, this is relatable, even though it's 2023. And shit, when I went to school, it was like 2004, I think. That's when I was in eighth grade. Although a lot of things are different, it's the same all this stuff with the gun scares and everything has got people twisted up in knots, but I will, I I guess maybe I should be a little bit more twisted up in knots. Last year, I guess the middle school was on the news because of some kind of like gun scare, but I don't think anybody actually brought the gun to school. It was just a scare and they made it on the news. So I wonder if, if a lot of this is just people getting scared and, and taking precaution and measures against it. But anyway, when she's my point being is that she's 
in middle school and the way that she dresses reminds me so much of myself because it's like all black. We go to the store and she's like, I just want black clothing. I'm like, I get it. I understand. A lot of my clothes, because I'm one of, I'm the third of seven, I used to just take my brother's clothes. Jessica, my older sister, uh, I would definitely share her clothes too, but it's different with a girl. Guys don't care about clothes. Girls will see you walk away from them 20 yards away and they'll be like, is that my shirt? So like sharing clothes with her was a little bit different, but Jeremy didn't care. So I would wear a lot of his clothes. Um, but yeah, middle school, I'm like reliving middle school with her. I can just, I've been reminiscing in different things like, um, with her drawing and stuff. She's super into anime, but I was never, anime wasn't even like a thing. And when I went to school, cause it just wasn't popular. Uh, but as I sit here and I'm, I start looking back at middle school and I was just like, God, I was so insecure about everything. I wish I wasn't. So I try to tell Mira, my daughter, I try to tell her, I'm like, those people don't even matter, man. We were at open house and she was like, I saw blank, whatever her name is. Cause we can't, she can't even remember her name, but there was this girl that she had a problem with last year. Cause I guess she was just picking, this girl would pick on Mira and I'm like, God, she just wants to be your friend. I think she doesn't even, I mean, I think she just wants your attention, you know, cause you're so different and unique and stuff. I think she just wants your attention. So we saw this girl at open house and I think she, I want to say that she even waved to Mira cause I did see a girl wave to her and I was like, Oh, did you see that girl waving at her? She's like, Oh, that's whatever the fuck. I don't remember her name. And um, she's like, don't you remember I had that problem with her? I was like, but she waved and said hi to you. She's just fake mommy. I'm like, okay, <laughs> dang. I didn't even have friends like that in middle school. I told you I was so weird. I wore boys clothes and had dreadlocks and like, I had like two people that were my friends, uh, or three people that knew me because I was new in the second semester of eighth grade. So nobody knew me. Everyone was like totally turned off by me. And I mean, I listened to ICP and corn and slipknot and none of those kids listened to any of that shit in North Carolina, in Gates County, North Carolina. Uh, that was definitely not popular there, but the two or three friends that I was friends with made a huge difference for me because I was just so quiet and reserved and definitely, I don't want to use the word bully because bully is just so overrated. It's just such a word everybody throws around, but, uh, people did not like me and I just thought, okay, well I just make people uncomfortable. I just, I'm a creep. Nobody likes me. And I would just write my journal every day. <laughs> I haven't made any friends. Uh, nobody likes me. And I would go home and, and hate being home because there's all these damn kids in the house and dogs and the doors were wide open and it smelled weird. So I was just reliving my middle school years. But they ended quickly because it was the second semester. I had so much to catch up on. Like, I had no idea about the government, you know, like, st standard learning. I did not know that. I was learning off of a Christian curriculum for years. I don't think I even leveled up in books. I think I was just reading out of a fifth grade spelling book for three years and, and practicing sight words when I was, like, 12. 
So when I got into eighth grade, I was like really behind and I was like, I'm never going to make it. But I, I got into ninth grade and I, st- I just signed up for honors classes. I didn't care. I met a lot more friends in high school. It was better for me. Middle school, is, I think, just across the board is just so tough. And I think the teachers are just burnt out with those age groups because those age groups are just so difficult. So I try to I try to enlighten my daughter about that. Like, don't worry. This sucks for everybody. I don't think anybody wants to be there. You know, and my son, back to school talk, I guess. Matthias is in fifth grade, so he's... He was super nervous the first day of school and was super nervous about the bus. But then he came home. He's like, oh, it's good, mom. It's good. Nothing's bad. Everything's okay. His friend called my cell phone today, sent me a picture of his face. He's like, is this, is this Matthias's mom? And I was like, who's asking? That's so weird. Cause like I would never, <laughs> when I was little, when I was his age, I'd be so scared. I'd be like, mommy, can you call, um, Lisa's mom, please? I want to stay the night. Why don't you do it? I'm like, I don't want to. So it'd be, it was so scared. But these kids nowadays, they don't care at all. Like they, I have kids texting my phone that want to talk to Matthias and, um, Mir's friends text me too. Um, even at two 30 in the morning, that was so nuts. Help me. I'm being followed. I'm like, what? In the, it's two 30 in the morning. I took a screenshot and said to his mom, I was like, what the heck? These kids are fearless now. I guess because they're not getting beat anymore. I got my ass beat. I got Game Boys thrown in my head. I got whipped. Grounded. For real. Being grounded back in 2004 sucked. You were left to your own entertainment entirely. Well, I had a CD player. It wasn't too bad. I had a Backstreet Boys CD that I played till it had scratches and couldn't play anymore. But I drew. And that's where I learned to write. I learned to write in journals and poems. I started writing poems when I was like 9 or 10 years old. In addition to my Christian curriculum for homeschooling, I definitely learned a lot being by myself to write and I still, I guess I'm, a, I feel like I'm a pretty good writer now. I have troubles with run on sentences and unfinished thoughts, but I do like to write and I like to express myself on paper and I can do it grace, gracefully. But I think, I think overall, I, either make people uncomfortable or they fall in love with me. Maybe it's just the hormone imbalance. I sweat more than anybody I know. I don't know anybody that sweats as much as I do. And it is, I could just be sitting in the car in the AC and I'm sweating just my, under my arms. Nowhere else. It's not like it's dripping down my back or anything, but my armpits are like the worst. They're like, everything on me is wet. I have an oily head. I've got an oily face. Maybe I was supposed to be like an underwater creature or something. Just, just moving through the water. But I smell strong. Some days I feel strong. 
but maybe I should just remind myself that I am strong and just go from there because there's no denying my smell. Anybody that's been friends with me, I just rekindled a relationship. Speaking of that, I just rekindled a relationship with my kid friend from like 20 freaking years ago, probably more than that. Cause I know I met her when I was 10 in softball. I remember I was like, dang, she's always late, but I became friends with her. I was like, I wish my mom was late because <laughs> I was always there early for softball practice. And I was just out there sweating my ass off so hot. But I met Ashley and I've turned, it turns out that she lived right down the street from me and I would bike every day to her house and wait for her to get off the bus. Cause I didn't go to school, you know? So I would wait every day and go down to her house to watch her eat American cheese and ketchup. And I found out that she still, she still eats it. She likes it. But I, re- I found her, I found her mom on Facebook, called her mom, was just enlightened as fuck that night after I talked to her. And then um, a couple days later, Ashley called me, and I've been talking to her every day since then. I think that was like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. But it's like nothing changed. I mean, she had she has three kids, and I have three kids, but it's almost like we went through the same life process mentally together, even though we weren't talking to each other. And she's got a, uh, a kid with my brother. So technically now we're sisters and I was like, should we like do Thanksgiving together now or something? Like maybe we should do Christmas every other year. Cause I mean, now we're family. So what's your cheese is my cheese, Ashley. She always knew I stank. She would tell me, but she was still my friend. So anyway, back to that. Anybody who's known me for a long time, is either cool with the smell that I give off or is totally deterred by it. Um, my, my ex's sister hated it and like, she would not even hug me. Like one time I wrapped my arm around her and my, it's my armpit stuck to her shoulder and she was so perturbed by that. She went to the sink and I'm not even joking. She went to the sink and got, soap and washed her shoulder off she hated it so bad she would ask me to put deodorant on i think kaylee does too my other friend kaylee she i've known her since like 2015 or so and she she's like damn you are strong but she you know she stays she's stayed in my life since then so the ones that have stuck around have put up with it and claim that it doesn't bother them but i think it's back to that whole natural order of things like if you know like dogs i guess if dogs don't like the way you smell then they're gonna fucking bite you i think it's the same way with people or they hump you either way and that's another thing maybe that's why all these animals hump me i've had a horse try to mount me before i was 15 I was 15 years old. That scared the shit out of me. I was getting out of a fence and the horse wrapped its leg around my thigh as I was bent over to try to get out from the fence. And then it tried nipping at my neck. Like he was like trying to get me to sit still. I was like, Oh my fucking God. And two of my guy friends up on the porch thought it was hilarious. They were laughing their fucking ass off. I was like, wow, you guys. Wow. 
But that makes sense because of the pheromone or if it is an imbalance. Maybe it's not even an imbalance. Maybe I don't have PCOS. I don't know. Like I said, this is new knowledge. Not that it's a new diagnosis, but like learning about it because more people are just so crazy about fucking labeling themselves with each other. Oh, you know, I have so-and-so spectrum disorder too. So I don't know. Maybe it's affecting me. So I looked it up. Um, and you know, irregular periods, no ovulation, heritism or hair everywhere, you know, those are all those things. So I decided I was like, maybe I will do a little bit of reading, but if you get down to the pathophysiology of it, they still don't know what causes it. It could be pre-diabetic. It could be, um, hormones cause everything's run by hormones anyways. Excuse me. Everything is run by hormones. So unless you take specific, if you know what hormone, like thyroid hormones or pituitary, pituitary hormones, and you have two pituitary sections, so you know, so unless you have a very distinctive test, like how are you actually going to get to the cause of what is making you feel that way? Um, but I just, I don't really want to be put on Wellbutrin or birth control so it's just it is what it is and I'm just gonna pluck my mustache and take showers and exercise and try to eat salads and shit try to be a decent human being I think sometimes medication makes those things worse if you don't know exactly what's going on and I have issues with doctors anyways I think people need to be more aware of their what's going on with their body and and their mind and stuff because our body is it speaks to our mind that way in such a way that you don't hear it, right? You feel it. You have to feel it. It's not going to fucking speak to you in, in terms that you understand. It's going to come up as ridges in your fingernails or foot fungus or smelly armpits. It's going to try to tell you things. Because my shit smells like celery. It like smells, it doesn't smell like onions. It smells like fennel or celery. And that's just so strange because I don't eat those on a daily basis. Um, but it's, I, you know, I've read, not read, I watch a stupid like reel on Instagram or something like if you sweat, your body's going to tell you what you're lacking or something by the way that you smell. And I don't really necessarily believe that, but it's food for thought. Um, but I think people should just pay attention to their body more. Not not to the extreme that you're hypochondriac, like, I guess me. I'm super aware of everything. and Get freaked out and take it too serious sometimes, but I feel like people wouldn't uh, get to the extent in their lives where they have all these conditions later in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, like cancer and other things. I think it's important to teach your kids that too. Mira, my oldest one, will put something off and put something off and put something off, like not drinking water. She will not drink water. And I will I will bark at her every day, you need to drink water. But then my son is more like me and takes everything so seriously, jump scares at oyster mushrooms, over chugs his water so much that he'll puke sometimes. He's an extremist. I guess they both are. But... I haven't even brought up Maisie yet. The youngest one is like a combination of both of the older two. She's only two, but she 
is so compassionate and so mean and so hungry and so stubborn. She is like, I, I say she's a tornado. She's like the Tasmanian devil. I that's what I call her because she just spins in circles everywhere. It's like you can't you can't sit down. If you sit down like we were eating dinner earlier, she takes a couple bites and then when everybody sits down, she gets up and starts loading up containers with onions and potatoes and throws and peels all the garlic. She goes over there and peels. <laughs> she'll peel the onions and the garlic and it's all on the floor. Like she loves to peel things. <laughs> she tries to pick my mole off of my upper lip. She is a picker and she'll stay busy, whatever. She'll peel the couch. She's been peeling the couch. I've been finding all of the, the, the material from the couch on the floor. I have to vacuum it up every day. She's not afraid of anything. She picks up, she's been recently picking up dead bugs, like the cicadas that are like lying around dead everywhere. And these things are huge. She'll just pick them up. She picked up two of them when we were outside earlier, getting the Halloween stuff out. And she was, she said, die, die. I was like, yeah, those are dead. She's like, die. And she's picking them up and, and relocating them. So like, I know if Maisie has been outside if she relocates her bugs because she keeps them in piles like the little millipedes and the centipedes. And there's all sorts of kinds of millipedes here in Georgia. There's like, there's, there's at least three different kinds that live in our yard and she puts them together. Like she'll, <laughs> she's not cleaning up, but like she like categorizes them and she'll pick my flowers off and throw them in her pool. I wish she would stop doing that one, but it looks pretty for a little while while she's playing in it. I think people should just pay more attention to themselves and mind mind themselves, keep their hands to themselves. There'd just be less problems. But like I said earlier, kids just aren't getting beat. You know, people aren't spanking their kids anymore. Or at least not that I'm aware of. A lot of the parents that I know don't even yell at their children. It's just like, dang. Oh, that's why the, you know, that's why all these kids in school can't behave. You know, my 12 year old comes home. We haven't learned anything, mommy. We haven't learned anything, you know, especially last year. I know it's only the second day of school, but last year she was just like, we can't learn anything because there's just the kids here are so misbehaved. They're so bad. Just constantly in up and down out their seats, yelling, hooting, hollering, throwing stuff, you know, sixth grade. I can't, I didn't go to school in sixth grade. I don't know what it's like, but, uh, I know what it was like in eighth grade and I just, we, you know, we didn't behave like that in eighth grade in middle school. We weren't throwing shit around the room and, you know, st I didn't steal anything in my book bag, but and so there's a lot of that. The kids are just fearless. You know, there's no consequences that are not, I don't want to say there's no consequences. There's just not as many there. People's hands are tied because of all the politics that are involved everywhere and everything Everything is just so politically correct. So everybody's walking around hush and, hu you know, hush, hush and being scared to say stuff and being scared to express themselves. And then there's other people that express themselves too much because that's what social media is for. So you got both extremes going on. It's overwhelming at times. So much information everywhere. I get, I get overstimulated so fast, especially if like, 
I guess people call it doom scrolling, but I love to go through all the reels on Instagram, not so much Facebook, but if it's Instagram, it's all like food. My, my algorithm is like food, really random, silly shit, like farts. (laughs) Those are the best ones. And like rehabilitation, like not yoga, but like mobility exercises so it's like basically like health stuff and farts and and gi health because i'm obsessed with poop um but i love to go on instagram because it's got it right and i go and i'm like oh i could make you know fucking uh lentil bread red lentil bread um do hip mobility exercises today and let's see fart and it's just very inspiring. But other days, I can't do it because if I don't have the energy or if I don't have the time in the day to do it, you know, if Maisie's chewing on my foot or whatever she's doing that day, I get overwhelmed. I'm like, ah, what's for dinner? And it's 9 o'clock in the morning. And then when Bubby gets home, when my son gets home, he's like, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? And if I don't have, if I don't have dinner ideas by then, he's asking me every 25 minutes. So... He's just hungry. Some people are just hungry. My friend Kaylee, she's just hungry. She's like, how tall is Kaylee? Yeah, six foot one. That bitch is hungry all the time. She's moody because she's hungry. Some people are just hungry. And Matthias is one of them. Maybe that's why he's so moody all the time. That's like the universal language, really. If you don't even know a kid, if you don't know a kid at all, you could ask them if they're hungry and they would probably tell you yes. Not even know them. You wouldn't even have to know their name. Because that's how I was when I was a kid. When I went to church, that's how I made friends. If somebody had a fucking snack, I was like, what's your name? That's how I made friends. That's how it is in Baptist churches anyway. I don't know about any other church, but I stayed going. I went until I was about 13. Mom gave me a choice. I was like, nah, I'm not so hungry anymore. So Sundays were left to my own demise, and I just wrote my journal and was all sad and shit after a while. But I think everybody's sad between 13 and 13 and up. I guess we're just sad. We have to find food videos to make us happy. That's what I like to watch. Other than poop videos. Those are funny. Or farts. I guess all the smelly stuff. That's why I'm smelly. Well, thank you for listening. That was my first podcast, and I plan on writing more. And I hope you enjoyed this.